The stage is set. The goats have been selected. Near and far, they'll be on their way. To the big stage in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Before they make their big walk. Ringside sits down to talk with their breeders. To find out what makes these special goats worthy of the big stage. So listen in as we turn on the spotlight that'll make these goats shine so bright. Welcome to Ringside's ADGA Spotlight Sales Special Episodes. All right, folks, now we're going to move on to lot number five, Agape's Prize Gold Frenchman, consigned by Mark Weir of Agape's Prize Nigerians. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hello. Glad to be on it. Well, we're super excited to have you on. Can you tell us and the listeners that might be living under a rock who you are and and what your farm is? I'm uh, Mark Weir. Uh, on uh, well, my farm name is Hilltop Farm, and my herd name is Agape's Prize Nigerian Dwarf Dairy Goats. You've been a major player in the Nigerian breed for quite a few years now, wouldn't you say? Well, I guess you could put it that way. I don't like to say that, but I've been trying. I've been doing really good. Yes, I've I've really really had good luck with it, and uh, seems like it's all all the hard work's paying off. It certainly is, that's for sure. So how long have you been involved in Nigerian dwarves and kind of talk to us really briefly about your herd? Okay, I I started, I bought my first goats in 2012 and they was just some, they were registered Nigerian goats. They wasn't show goats, just to put on the farm. And one thing led to another, I I. Long story short, I grew up on a farm, and uh, we raised cattle and uh, and crop, and so I've already always been around the animals. And so my dad was a big farmer, and uh, I showed cattle growing up. I kind of got involved that way. I kind of liked the showing part of it, and uh, I went to a uh, national show in 2014. It was in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, went there to just spectate, you know, and uh, and see what it was all about and kind of met some of the people that was uh, uh, some of the big breeders. And I highlighted, uh, I had me a, you know, show book, and I highlighted who was really doing, you know, good at the show. And after it was over, I went and introduced myself to a few people. And uh, Susan Osmond was one of them that owned Woodbridge Farm. And Margot and Dan Castle, they was a big influence to me too. And uh, I got to, we just got to know them and kind of put her name in the hat, you know, for some kids. That's how, how it used to go, so to, to, you know, to get babies from, you know, big breeders. That was that kind of how that started. And I uh, got my first kids from uh, Susan Osmond in uh, 2015. Got some, uh, I think three from her, and I got three from uh, Cheryl Moore Smith at Old Mountain Farm. Just kind of went from there. But I say I've always been raised on the farm, so the farm life is what I like. Amen. 
I love how humble you're being, Mark, because after that, your herd has certainly taken off, and you guys have pretty much run the board. You've you've won some pretty awesome ribbons and medallions uh-huh. through the years, and you really made a name for yourself. Yeah, it's it seems like it's really after say the first uh, the first babies that we've got. You know, they our first national show was in 2016 in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I thought it would be you know it just had a small herd. You know, I think maybe took ten maybe or so eight or ten. I don't remember exactly right offhand, but my goal was to make the cut because it was my first national show and. I really thought if I could make the cut, that was good. So w- went and made the cut. All the classes, uh, the, the ghosts, uh, all the ghosts that we had in, you know, made the cut and come home and really, really, really got involved in and studied pedigrees, lay in bed at night and just studied the pedigrees of, of the, my breedings and what I wanted to do, you know, to go forward. One of the does that we had got from Cheryl Moore, uh, her name was Old Mountain Farm Merriment. She was one of the babies that, that we had got 2015. Actually, as a yearling in 2016 in Harrisburg, she, she finished second in the yearling class. So I was honored at that. And uh, she went on to finish her championship as a two-year-old and then took her to the national show in Madison, Wisconsin, and 17, as a two-year-old, she looked phenomenal, and she went on to win national champion as a two-year-old. So it, it was really, really exciting. I cried. It, it just really, really, really was a big joy for me. Yeah, that's that's huge. I mean, it's, it's very rare for any breed for a two-year-old to accomplish that. But when you think of at least when I think of the Nigerian dwarf show during nationals, that's huge. Mm -hmm. It's not like there's maybe 200 animals. It's, you know, 400, 500 plus. And for a two year old Mm -hmm. to do that, she's a special kind of doe. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. Uh, She's had my heart ever since we've had her and we got her when she was six, six weeks old, I think. So she has been really, really close to me. Speaking of special, You have a spotlight sale animal today. Would you like to introduce him to our listeners? Okay, his name is Agape's Prize Gold Frenchman. And he's a pretty special looking buck. I'm looking at him right now. He's got a lot of substance of bone. He's got a lot of awesome general appearance, a nice feet and legs on him. He he looks like he's going to be a real special boy. Yeah, he, he has been really... I go to the pen, you know, in which he was a bottle baby and, and fed him. And anyway, and I see him every day now, and I look at him and look at him. And I said, you know, I think to myself, oh, man, did, did, should I have kept him? You know, he has really, really, really caught my eye since he was born. And uh, he, he's a, yes, he is a very special boy. <laughs> That's for sure. Can you talk a little bit about his uh, pedigree, the animals behind him? Okay, like I said, his his granddam is uh, Old Mountain Farm Merriment. She was our first national champion. That is his uh, granddam. And then his dam is Agape's Prize uh, French Quarter. 
which is the, our national champion from 2022 national show. His his pedigree is that whole line is really really done good. His his maternal sister is uh, one of my favorite goats on the farm. She has finished second at nationals at Yearland in twenty and twenty one and twenty two. She finished second as a two year old and twenty three. She finished second as a three year old. So she is is really one of my favorite goats in that line. All of his all of his relatives have really really done good. Uh, Agape's fries, raging Cajun. Uh, she is a really really nice goat that that really done good for us. So she has really really been a, a really nice goat for us too. So his whole on the dam side is really really you know it seemed like it's been really consistent as far as uh, the score LA scores. We just had LA and. Uh, all the scores that we've done was really, really good on that side. Yeah, and the sire side is nothing to sneeze at as well. I mean, there's a lot of substance to this DNA. Yes, he's uh, his his uh, sire is one of my favorite bucks that we have here. Is Agape's prize Goaty Cock, and his uh, there's also a national champion in his pedigree. His you know his his dam. Was was the 2021 uh, national champion uh, Woodbridge Farm 22 karat gold. She she has really really been a lot of people's favorites. Uh, her list is waiting list is it's actually closed now, but it's there's people on it that's really really want bucks out of her. She has been a really 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 good consistent you know producing goat for us. Uh, if she just give me, she gave me a, a a beautiful doe this year. I've got high hopes for her. She really, really has caught my eye. She's one of my favorite kids born this year. Goldie Cox has been really consistent. He was third place get a sire at the uh, national show this year. He's produced. I, ha- I have three of his daughters at Impression, and all three of them are very, very consistent. Different dams. And they all are very consistent on the rear udder height is really good on them. The teat placement is perfect. The full udder blends like it should be. Uh, it's just, yes, he has been a really, really nice buck. And you probably noticed that from my breeding schedule, I use him a lot. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have to ask, and I don't know if you know this, is Gold Frenchman the first spotlight sale buck consigned that is the son of a nigerian dwarf national champion i don't know if it is or not that's (laughs) that's all of a sudden i was looking at this pedigree and i mean i know the standards the standards there definitely have been but i think back to some of the other more recent spotlights and the nigerians there and I don't necessarily know if there was another one that's offspring of a national champion. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, either. I don't know that. I, I know he's, uh, like I say, his dam's a national champion. His grand dam on both sides, the sire and the dam, of national champion. And then his great grand dam is a two time national champion, uh, Woodbridge Farm Belladonna. Yeah. So he has a lot of uh, national champions, you know, backing him. Like I say, 
talking about the you know uh, all the consistent and the scores and that uh, I had LA uh, and right after nationals so it was August it was right after now I got home from nationals mm-hmm. and hey August the third that's when it was I knew it was the third but uh, <laughs> I got home and and I had like ten days to get ready but my does did really good um, I had you know his uh, the little debutante is, is his sister and uh, on the damn side. And she scored a VEE 91. Uh, Raising Cajuns scored a VEE 89. And then his damn French Quarter scored a VEE 92, which was really, really, really good. Uh, considering, you know, the long trip to Oregon and getting back, I was re- really, really happy with my LA scores. Absolutely, as you should be. And and just to ca- uh, add to what Danielle was saying, I do think this is probably the deepest pedigree Nigerian dwarf that has ever been offered in the spotlight sale as far as national champions behind him and also just animals that have scored well and done well in the ring. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, and and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> as you <laughs> should be, that's for sure. The honor to me to, to be told that. Yes, it is. And I work really hard at, at my breeding program. I spend hours and hours working on my breeding program, trying to, you know, the dam that I, who I want to breed her, to, the sire I want to breed her to, or the buck I want to breed her to. And I spend a lot of time on my breeding program. Yes, yes. That, that line has been really, really good to me on both sides. Well, speaking of taking so much time into thinking about who's going to get bred to what, when you were thinking about... Uh, this pairing to create Frenchmen, uh, what were the the main reasons you chose the dam and sire for this? Well, I, I looked at the sire, and like I say, he has been so consistent with his udders. It, I've read him to multiple does, and it seems like I can tell they're his kids. So he's been really consistent as on udder strength, uh, udder height, attachment. Uh, he's had really, really nice feet and legs, nice angle to his back legs. He, he He's just been a very consistent buck to me. And then I looked at, you know, Frenchie, uh, French Quarter. I look at her, and she has tremendous other strength. Uh, attachment's phenomenal. Her production is, is amazing. She has... Uh, I looked at maybe giving her a little bit more length, needed just a little bit more length that I like, you know, in my does. So I knew he would give that. And then again, you know, the national champion on both sides looked good to me as far as the kids from this breeding. I kind of looked at that and I thought, well, this I think this might work. Let, and so let's try it. And so that's what I did. So we'll we'll see. You know, he's he's a gorgeous boy, and, and uh, I I think you know I I just don't know how you know it, it can it can be a, it could go wrong, but you know you never know. So walk us through the decision to nominate him for the spotlight sale. Why was he the one who gets the glitter? Well. Then again, I looked at Frenchie, you know, she she has been a really good producer uh, for me. 
her her kids have been really consistent in the show ring. Uh, they milk good. I just love her her kids that she gives me. Goldie Cox, the kids that he has, you know, sired. I really like what he has sired. So when I took that breeding and I looked at I looked at the kids, you know, I had a couple different options, but I thought, well, you know, she is one that I really really want to promote. And so the buck kid really looked good. I mean, I've got a doe kid too. I thought, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate it. So that was just it was just the you know consistency of her line birth with what Goldie Cox has been given to me. Is I just thought you know this would be the one to put in the sale. Yes, and I mean we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but what uh-huh. does your spotlight sale animal bring to the table for anyone looking to add him to their farm? Well, he, his dam, like I said, has tremendous attachment, beautiful teat placement. Her footer is beautiful. Uh, she has a lot of capacity. You know, she has, she has good feet and legs. She, her shoulders are not, are good. And Goldie Cox, with his, you know, genetics behind him, his uh, go, uh, 22K go, she finished fourth this year at Nationals. She's a nine-year-old, still holding up. Her other attachment is tremendous. I just, I know, I, I could just know she would give a herd, you know, that's looking for the longevity of a doe is what we breed for, you know, in this, in the dairy goats. And I, I think she would give that, or he would give that to the herd, you know, upon other things. But tre- tremendous, uh, you know, attachment, area of attachment of the udder. And I just got to add here as well, French Quarter won Best Udder at the 2022 uh-huh. Nationals. And uh-huh. so you've got not only her, but you've got Goldie Cox who's throwing some pretty awesome udders in his first freshening daughters as well. So you're going to have consistency of mammary. I mean, when you look at French Quarter, that looks like a standard-sized goat's udder at a national show when you're looking at those pictures of her. I mean, it belongs there. It sticks there. It's not going anywhere. And like you said, that area of attachment is wild. Yes. She has a a really wide udder. Uh, like I say, it's attached good. Goldie Cox is, I'll never forget, uh, when she won nationals, that was one of the comments that the judge made when he named, uh, named Goldie, uh, I call her Goldie, 22K Gold. Mm-hmm. But when he named her national champion, he said he just couldn't get over the area of attachment, how the width of that rear udder. And she has a tremendous width of a rear udder, you know, and, and with, with Frenchie, Frenchie does too. So you, I just thought that putting that together would really, really be good. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Say say I'm a buyer and I'm looking to adding a really high quality, high octane Nigerian dwarf buck to my program. I know we've already mentioned the udders, but say I needed help with general appearance, which he has plenty of. Uh, is there anything you've noticed with, say, Goldie Cox's uh, offspring and also... Uh, French quarters offspring as far as general appearance goes? Well, it seems Goldie Cox is really, really, his daughters have 
uh, length of body. They have long dairy necks. They're very, very open ribs. You know, they're they're wide. Have wide, nice, wide rumps, uh, which I don't ever have any trouble kidding with. It seems like his daughters, which I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22k goes. She's known for that. She has a really, really wide rump. When I had my LA, that he he went over that and he told me, you know, she was one of them that he picked out. Frenchie has a nice wide rump. So I look at that and they're, they're on strong feet and legs. Both of them are up on their feet and legs. Really, really nice. They both have really, really strong general parents. Yeah. The lucky buyer of gold Frenchman is getting a piece of your breeding program when they purchase him and win him at or or the highest bidder at the the spotlight sale. What is something that you would say your breeding program brings to the table that you wouldn't find anywhere else? Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> that's a that that's a tricky question there. Um, well, I really really like the area like with the attachment. I really really work on my, you know, breeding for that. I, I, I'm not, I don't want to say, you know, cause everybody breeds for that, but I really, I really like the real attachment that my does have. My teeth placement is really, really good. The whole other th- the thing is I really, really think is the whole package, you know, I really, I really like that. Yeah. I, I don't, I, this might be a bold statement, but I'm going to say it. When, when yeah. I'm looking at Nigerian dwarf uh, breeders throughout the country and their programs, and I think of, because I, I try to look at a dairy goat for a dairy goat. And when I look at your animals, I see that it's literally a dairy goat. It's not, you're not getting a chunky chunk round cobby thing. I mean, these animals are elegant. They're long. They're obviously productive. And when I look mm-hmm. at the mammaries of most of these animals, I mean, I kind of, in the back of my mind, and it's the Oberhasley breeder in me, it, it kind of reminds me of Kurt Schnipke, what he's got going on as far as mammaries go, you know? Yeah, I I try to work on that because Nigerians, they're, they're known for, you know, they they if they eat, they, they like to put weight on, you know, and they like to eat. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I've kind of had to, you know, when I first started, I had to learn the lesson the hard way. I had to get told by a judge, you know, uh, you know, they put you in the back because it's too much excess fleshing. I really work on my feed program. They don't get all they want. You can't. There's some those that can eat all they want and not gain a lot of weight. But then there's some that look at food and gain weight. Mm-hmm. But um and Nigerians, you just you just have to work with that because, and I I really try hard at that. So, uh, the feed my feed program and my the feed that I feed them and uh, the amounts I give it seems that my hay all my hay comes from out west. So it's, I try to feed my goats like they should be fed for production, and then again I try you know to keep them manageable as far as weight and. Uh, Keep them looking like dairy animals. Yeah, well, it's, it's working. There's multiple options for your breed, obviously, as we've mentioned. What would you say someone should consider if they're looking to add him to their herd? 
you know, is is there anything that we've missed here about him, you know, personality wise or or anything besides that we've missed? Uh he's he's got a lot of personality, that's for sure. He's he's a he's a sport boy. He <laughs> he wants his head rubbed and and I I go in the pen with him three or four times a day and he's just like a big big baby. I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna say, you know, if if you're looking, you know, for you know, a, a strong pedigree with nice udders, nice attachment, good general appearance. I just think this boy will help help, you know, any herd that he goes in, I think he's gonna be a big plus to people. I really do. Danielle, anything else you wanted to add before we wrap this up? No, I think that's a beautiful place to wrap up with our conversation about Agape's prize gold Frenchman. Folks, again, if you're looking to add him to your herd, you're not going to want to miss out on lot number five, Agape's prize gold Frenchman consigned by Mark Weir of Hilltop Farms, Agape's prize Nigerian dwarf dairy goats. Thank you for stopping in, Mark. We really appreciate it. Yes, it's been fun, and I I appreciate the time with y'all. Hope to see you there. And now we're going to be moving on to lot number four, Wolfven Wayfaring Stranger, consigned by Renee Wolf of Wolfven Nigerians. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, really excited to have you on here. And I guess I should mention that this is a buck, Nigerian dwarf buck, for everybody that's listening. And for anybody that is listening that may not know who you are or who your herd is, can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and your program? Yes. So um, I'm Renee Wolf with Wolf of Ranch, and we have a small farm in Valley Center, California, which is San Diego County. And um, I bought my first goats in 2013. I bought a bred doe and her granddam as a companion. And I basically was just looking for milk for the family. And um, I was interested in making cheese and soaps and things like that. And So um, once she had her babies and I had no clue what I was doing, I started milking and I was getting like a cup of milk a day. I realized I wanted to get more goats. And so um, I started researching genetics and really looking for um, goats that had good milk production. And um, in our area, I was really fortunate to have some great breeders that had some really nice genetics and some heavy, heavy milkers. And so um, I started buying some goats and I just happened upon my foundation doe, which was um, SGCH Joyful Hearts KR Phoebe. And I picked her up when Joyful Hearts was um, selling her herds. So just happened upon her and uh, she was a really great doe, just very um well balanced just a great milker and she was beautiful so a friend of mine talked me into taking her to a local goat show and uh, walked in the ring and she won her class and that is what sparked my passion really and so um you know i became a crazy goat lady from that and (laughs) now i'm milking twice a day dozen goats for 305 days a year and 
Um, we do linear appraisal. We show locally and we attended, we've attended three national shows. Our first one was in 2019 and then 2022 and 2023 this year. So, um, and then I also really delved into our local goat community and I put on local goat shows here and some educational events and fundraisers. Awesome. awesome. Oh, jinx. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so can you tell us who your spotlight sale animal is? So he is Wolfhaven Wayfair and Stranger. He is out of the 2023 total performer, which is GCH Hidden Hills Natural Mystic. And he's sired by the 2023 premier sire, which is Wolfhaven CQ Kentucky Bourbon. I didn't realize. Okay. That's a pretty cool pedigree right there. And let's kind of like dive right into it. Let's let's hear about that pedigree, starting with the dam side and then moving on to the sire side. Okay. So Hidden Hills Natural Mystic is, um, she's out of SGCH, Aletheia M. Duly Noted. Um, she's a superior genetics doe. She's a Finnish champion, and she has a LA score of VEE91. And she was the last daughter of SGCH, El Getty Farm DJ Honeydew, which um, her LA score was EEEE91. And if you're into Nigerians, that name is pretty popular, at least out here on the West Coast for sure. So I was really excited when um, my friend Jennifer Davis from Hidden Hills asked to use my buck one year. And so I said yes. And um, when I found out who she was breeding him to, I asked to be on the reservation list for um, duly noted. And so uh, when she did have an extra kid, I was super excited to get that dough. And she ended up gifting me the dough. So Mystic was a gift. <laughs> so she's been like super special from day one. And um, she's just turned out to be an amazing doe. She's just um, really well-rounded. She is a very heavy milker, of course. And, um, and she's also beautiful. She's uh, very competitive in the show ring. So she kitted as a first freshener, freshener at two years old with quads. She milked 1,276 pounds, 80 pounds of butterfat, and 51 pounds of protein. She won her first grand champion and scored VEEE89 um, as a first freshener, which is the highest score. And mm -hmm. then um, the next year, she kitted with Quince, and she finished her championship. She milked 1,489 pounds, 119 pounds of butterfat, and 58 pounds of protein. So... Um, that one was super exciting because the 119 pounds of butterfat, I believe should put her on the top 10 breeder list, but it won't come out in time for the um, spotlight sale. I'm just, but from the years past that should put her in there. So I'm super excited about that. Um, let's see last year at nationals, she placed seventh in her three-year-old class at, at the Harrisburg national show. And then, um, this year, she placed um, second in her four-year-old class and got the Total Performer Award. And then her daughter, Wolf of One Love, was the first place yearling milker at the 
2023 Adga National Show this year. So that was super exciting. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> she just she checks all the boxes. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And, and you know, the sire side is just as exciting. Plus, I gotta say, the sire's litter mate is probably my favorite Nigerian dwarf in the country. I love oh. Ginger Root so much. She's just my type of doe. And Thank uh, yeah, you. the sire side's pretty dang nice. Yeah. So let me tell you about him. So <laughs> he. <laughs> Is he's a wolf of NCQ Kentucky bourbon. He is the son of Old Mountain Farm Cyrus Quinn, who is sired by the 2021 national champion. And that's I made that up. He's sired the two the 2021 national champion and the 2016 Adga Junior champion. He was recognized as the premier sire in 2018. And his dam, SGCH Joyful Hearts KR Phoebe is um let's see her la score was vee 91 that was my foundation dough that's his dam and she earned her ar milking star and milked 1290 pounds in 305 days as i believe that was her two-year-old or her second freshening um she was awarded the superior genetics title and became a finished champion that year too so his litter mate sister is well, uh, GCH Wolf of NCQ Ginger Root, and she was the first place two year old at the 2022 national show. And this year, she was third place three year old. Uh, Kentucky also had a couple, he had several daughters at the show this year. One of them was, um, Wolf of N Boot Scoot and Boogie, and she has one junior grand champion and one best in show, and she was the third place two year old this year. And then and he had a dry yearling daughter, Wolf of Engine and Juice, and she was fourth place in her class this year at the national show. He's already, you know, really proving himself over here. You certainly can see that. And I have to say, I've kind of been, as you've been talking about this, going on to Adga Genetics and diving into the pedigrees a little bit. And one of the things I was really impressed with is each of these animals that we were talking about You'd click on their progeny. And I mean, Kentucky bourbon has a lot of progeny, but even the dams, I mean, there was the one doe that had the quince one year. But the thing about them is they all have offspring with production data and type data as well. So you have multiple animals in each, like each relative is presenting that has that production data or has the type data or has both. And I'm just really impressed with just the depth of data behind this buck. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we do. Um, we do 305 milk testing. I took a little break this year because I was needing some sanity, but um, we have milk tested for the last four years for 305 days. And it is really awesome to get all that data and, you know, kind of know how your um, does are doing and how you're hurt as a whole, but it is a lot of work. So <laughs> um, yeah, it's great, but uh, it was needing that little bit of a break this year. Totally understandable there. I, I feel like that's going around. I've heard a lot of people express the same sentiment there. When you were deciding to make this breeding uh, 
like what was going through your head? Why this breeding? And consequently, why offer up this animal now? So this was a repeat breeding, actually. So I did this two years ago and got um, my two-year-old Wolfhaven trained to Georgia. And um, she is just so beautiful and um, pretty much, you know, what I want to see in my herd. So I thought, I'm going to repeat this breeding and keep daughters. And so she, um, Mystic, had her um, triplets and there were two bucks and one doe. And this little buck came out and he was absolutely everything that I breed for. He was just so perfect. And I like to really take a good look at the babies, like when they're still wet and you can, you know, really see the bone structure. And that's usually when I pick the kid I want to keep. And I mean, from the moment he came out, I just knew he was special and I wanted him. And so I decided at that point that I would keep him and sell the dough to my good friends at the Amoris farm. And cause I know they do 305 milk testing and they show. And I thought, you know, I can only have so much of these genetics cause this is basically what my whole herd is made up of. And so I ended up selling the buck, the other buck and this dough and I kept him and so when Mystic did really well at nationals and when um, when Kentucky got his premier sire award, I thought um, this would be a great, you know, spotlight sale kid, but there's no way I'm getting rid of him. I want to keep him for myself. And uh, I already had him on my breeding schedule and had lots of big plans for him. And then um, a friend messaged and asked if I might consider nominating him. And I started thinking about it and I thought, you know, the timing for this is so perfect with him being the premier sire and the total performer. It's like such a special little package. And he is exactly what I want in my herd and what I breed for. And he's just a perfect representation of my herd. And so I thought this is my chance to, to really um, nominate a special buck that's really going to represent my herd well and so I went ahead and did it. What are some of the important things uh buyer potential buyers should know about your buck? Um so I think he is going to if you're looking for uh, milk production, I think he has um a great potential to increase the milk production. Mystic has just such great milk production that um I would think her buck would really um, help improve that in your herd. He excels in general appearance and dairy strength. He's super dairy. He's got that super stretchy dairy skin and open ribbings. He's got the length of body. He's got a long, wide and level rump and um, just a really great general appearance buck as well. And he's solid gold. I mean... I he's solid gold. <laughs> love that solid gold, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel like, you know, with there being like multiple options in, in the breed? And I'm not telling you to say, well, your animal's better than the other three Nigerians. But 
What do you think sets him apart? Is it that production behind him? Is that that general appearance? Is that the fact that he's got full sisters that have done super well? Like, what do you, what do you think that like, gives him that edge? Yeah, I think um, I think having the sisters that are doing so well, and I think it's pretty special that he is coming from the total performer and the premier sire. I just feel like that's kind of a wow factor. Like that's not something you see every day. So I think that is a little bit special and sets him kind of a, uh, you know, apart from the rest. I like that. So one of the things when you buy your spotlight sale animal you are putting a lot of faith in the genetics behind it, but also the breeding program of the breeder behind that animal as well. And I feel that all different breeding programs are unique. And what would you say is a quick summary of what makes your program special and what not adding this, only this animal to your herd, but kind of the expertise that you're bringing to the table as well, what translates to that purchaser? Yeah. Um, well, I pride myself on my herd's consistency and, um, you know, I keep my herd pretty small and I definitely have a body style that I breed and, uh, but mostly I breed very well-rounded animals that are, able to milk and have good milk production, but also competitive in the show ring, which is important to me that um, not only can they be competitive in the show ring, but I want those good milk producers. So I think um, that consistency is probably the one thing that that kind of I, I bring to the table, I guess. <laughs> and I mean, if anybody goes to the the spotlight sale page and looks up lot number four they're going to look at animals that have very much the same type the same look the same strong mammary systems uh dairy strength everything length i mean the list goes on if you are looking for something special to add to your herd that's going to impact your herd heavily i believe lot number four woofiven wayfaring stranger is your buck and again he is a nigerian dwarf gorgeous buck consigned by Renee Wolf of Wolfven Nigerians. Thank you so much for joining us. Good luck at the sale and have a great time at convention. And hold on, hold on. Before we go and before we wrap up, I do have one final question that I want to ask about this spotlight sale animal. And that is, will your handler be wearing Crocs? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a good chance my handler may be wearing Crocs. Oh boy. I wonder <laughs> who that could be. Hmm. I can't wait to find out. Exactly. We'll have to see <laughs> who it is and what color they decide to go with. Yes. Tune in. <laughs> well, thank you again so much for joining us. And again, good luck at the sale. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> All right. Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, is not an affiliate of the American Dairy Goat Association. All opinions or information regarding the ADGA does not represent the registry.